Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. They need to offer Paul Contreras the keys to the kingdom. If you're like, who is Paul Contreras and who is they? Paul Contreras is just a regular guy who was there this week in Kansas City when when two, possibly three, maybe more, idiot kids, underage juveniles, started a fight at a huge celebration, pulled out guns, and started shooting at each other. One person died. Twenty-two other people were injured. Nine of them were kids. The woman that died, her her name was Lisa Lopez Galvan, a 43-year-old radio DJ, just there having a good time. But after the melee ensued and after people started stampeding and running and trying to get away, Paul Contreras saw one of these idiot kids running away, and he just snapped into action. He's not a cop. He's not an off-duty security guard. He's not a good guy with a gun stopping a bad guy with a gun. He's just a good guy who was in the right place at the right time. And he deserves a tremendous amount of national respect for what he did. Potentially stopping this assailant from getting desperate and shooting somebody else on his on his bolt to get out of the area. Or just getting away with it, you know? Or just getting away with it. Here he was, Paul Contreras, on CNN with Aaron Burnett talking about, you know, exactly what happened from his perspective. I just heard somebody yelling to stop this guy, tackle him, and he was coming in the opposite direction. So... I just, you don't think about it. It's just a reaction. He got close to me. I got the right angle on him, and I hit him from behind. And when I hit him from behind, I either jarred the gun out of his hand or out of his sleeve, because as I'm taking him down to the ground, I see the gun on the ground. So I take him down, and I'm putting all, all my body weight on him, and then another good Samaritan comes over and is helping me because I kind of got him high and the other guy gets him around his waist and we're just putting our weight on him and he's just fighting to get up, but we're, we're fighting to keep him down. And another Samaritan comes over and puts his weight on us and we're waiting for the cops to show up. They finally, well, they get there and uh, the second cop gets there, the third cop gets there and then they pretty much take over and we, I, 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 I'm standing there for about a minute or two, you know, me and the cops didn't even have like one or two words, you know, wow. once they had them and got them cuffed, I sat there for two minutes with all my three daughters. And then we just, we, we walked away. We, we headed toward our car. What's it like being Batman? Just being a badass. You know, I, I imagine the cops and Paul looked at each other kind of like that scene at the very end of The Dark Knight Rises. You know, Christian Bale sees Alfred from across the way. They just kind of nod at each other. What's that like, old meme that's on Facebook where the guy's in like that mountain in your jacket and he goes, at the end of the knot? It's like kind of like that, you know? Yeah, that's that movie. No, it was an, it's an older movie. It's like a 1970s or 80s movie. 
Oh, oh, you're you're talking. I know the movie you're talking about. Um, oh. Where he's like, he has that mountain mountain man look, and he's like, just nods his head like and smiles. Oh, somebody help me out. That's not that. I know that movie. I know that movie. Uh, somebody out. Somebody help me out. I know exactly what movie you're talking about. It's the '80s movie. Uh, the it's the blonde guy with long hair. Yes. Uh, he nods. Somebody help me out, please. But either way, uh, Paul Contreras, absolute hero, absolute badass, saved potentially saved more lives, and he deserves he he deserves so much national credit and recognition. And and uh, if it's me, if I'm the Chiefs, I take the easy PR win. This is an easy PR win for the Chiefs to do something exceptional for him to give him some season tickets that cost them next to nothing. Great seats. Give him some great season tickets. Give yeah, him that Super Bowl ring you said is a good idea too. Give him a Super Bowl ring. I don't even know what I don't even know what the actual value is. Those are expensive. They're ridiculous. I think the the LA Rams one, I believe they had it estimated when they won recently, it was like eight million dollars for a ring. It's nuts. <laughs> I mean, if everybody in the organization gets one. Like they say, like even the even the guy that picks up the trash in the tr- in the coach's office, the janitors get rings. The ushers, get this guy a geez. ring. Yeah. Get this guy a Super Bowl ring. He deserves it. He deserves it. Texter says apparently Jackson Mahomes gained some respect because he helped a few children who were lost find their parents during the shooting. Outstanding. Outstanding. I have to look up that meme. Um, now it's eating at you. Uh, that is. Oh, it's Robert Redford. It's Robert Redford. Oh, that's one of my favorite memes. Yeah. What was the name of the movie though? What was the What was the name of the movie? The Robert Redford meme. This is bad radio, y'all. <laughs> you know what I would, I would, you know what they should do for him, Diesel? They should give him the Super Bowl ring, like you said. I'd give him uh, season tickets for life, like like the best seats imaginable. Also, one of the texters said, give him like the super sweet tickets. Give him one of those for like eight years, like that one texter said. And then maybe even give him a key to the city or something, because he did a, yeah. fan, a phenomenal Hero thing. I mean, he basically gave like zero regards for his own life to save everybody else's. Because what if that guy turned around and said, "Oh yeah, bam"? I mean, yeah. And he has, and he said he has three daughters. I have three daughters. I would lay my life on the line for my girls, absolutely. But man, that's this guy. He is a legend. He should get a statue put out in front of the stadium as well. That's okay. A statue is a little bit far, but it's 1972. Jeremiah Johnson. Okay. 1972. I grew up watching that movie as a kid. I, I love that movie as a kid. Let's take a quick uh, whip around because, as a matter of fact, we're going to re-air the interview with um, uh, with Brent Beard coming up here in the next 15 minutes or so. But let's do a quick audio whip around what's going on in the world of sports. Uh, this is audio of Caitlin Clark breaking the record for the most points ever scored by a Division One women's player, not in a single game, but for an entire career. And this was early in the game. Recovered by Gabby Marshall. Here comes Clark. How will she go for history? <laughs> she was essentially at midcourt when she shot that shot. I'm just nuts. Caitlin Clark is ridiculous. Here she is scoring her 47th, 48th, and 49th points in that 101-84 win over Michigan. Tournament team there. You have a resume boosting signature win against Ohio State earlier this season. A new career high. A new Iowa women's basketball record. Love it. Caitlin Clark. She's insane. Uh, here she is right after she scored that uh, eighth point of the game, that three pointer that was like, how do you, why do you even like line up for that shot? Why do you even attempt that shot? Because you know she she knows she can make it. It's like Steph Curry. He, he'll shoot it from anywhere because he knows he can make it from anywhere. They called timeout after that to to sort of give her a moment to 
let that sink in. And here she was after the game in her post-game interview talking about what it meant to her for the team to stop down and give her that moment. How did you absorb it in that moment? She calls timeout. How did you let this moment wash over you? I mean, just trying to enjoy every single second, um, you know, hugging my teammates, hugging my coaches, because I wouldn't be standing here if it wasn't for them, if it wasn't for these fans, for my family over in the stands. Um, it takes a village to become, you know, something like this and build something like this. And Coach Wooder's been doing it for 20 plus years. And I'm just lucky to be a small part of it. And she lets me be Caitlin. And um, for that, I'm forever grateful. Now, she scored 49 points in that game, and she's already set the record for the most points scored in a career by a Division I NCAA women's basketball player. And she's got a handful more games to go this season. She's got a few more in the regular season. She's uh, Clearly, Iowa's going to make a deep run into the Big Ten tournament and probably the NCAA tournament as well, a deep run there. So she's got plenty of extra games that she could in her allotted normal amount of time, number of seasons, she could put this record you know, decently far away. But she has one more year of eligibility if she wants it. Now, she could probably come back and make a lot of money in NIL, a lot of money in NIL. But I do wonder how those extra, that extra season of COVID eligibility affects the record books. Because if Caitlin Clark gets five years of eligibility because she was in school when COVID hit and they gave everybody an extra year, well, players coming after her won't get a fifth year of eligibility. So how are they going to deal with that in the record books? I asked Brent Beard that question. You're going to be fascinated to hear his answer because it doesn't seem like they really know what they're going to do yet. He's like, what a shame it's going to be to have an asterisk next to Caitlin Clark's name in the record books because she's just that good. But fans in that same post-game interview start chanting, they want her back one more year. You know, honestly, just go every day by day. Uh, be thankful for the people around me. Uh, get off my phone and soak in every single second um, of playing in an Iowa jersey. Uh, I'm just lucky. I mean, honestly. Man, that's awesome to have that crowd chanting for you that way. And you can hear her as she's starting to realize what it is the crowd is starting to chant. She gets a little emotional. She's enjoying it. She loves it. It, You know, it's a touching moment. I asked you before, what should the Kansas City Chiefs do for uh, for the hero, Paul Contreras, who, who tackled the gunman? Texter here says... Give him a numbered jersey and retire the number. That's an interesting. We haven't heard that idea. one yet. I, I said give him a ring. We had people say give him box seats for the, forever, for life. Texter says, I didn't recognize Robert Redford with the beard. Yeah, like I remember watching that movie as a kid, but I hadn't seen it in so long. Like I got I think every man goes through that period, probably it's usually in your, you know, mid to late 30s, maybe your early 40s, you start getting into westerns. Like my dad was into westerns when I was a kid. Like I loved watching uh, all of the Clint Eastwood westerns and he watched Jeremiah Johnson and he watched all of those cuz they were also on TV a lot. Like back in the day like TNT used to play all of those. TBS played all those westerns all the time. It, they don't show them anymore, so you got to seek them out and go find them. And then I started getting into the Westerns again, and I was like, man, Westerns are good. I forgot how good, you know, like Two Mules for Sister Sarah was. That's a good movie. I got, I got into them for a while there. I kind of fell off. And then I realized that The Mandalorian was basically just a Western in space. <laughs> like if you go back and watch season one of The Mandalorian, it is a Western. There's, there's no other way to look at it. So – what else what else could the Chiefs do for this guy? I mean, he he obviously is going to go through life knowing that he potentially saved lives, that he caught the guy who took lives. The dude's a hero. There's there's no other way to talk about it besides that. It is Division 1 baseball opening day. Quick uh catch up, a quick look at the scores here. Let me hit a little refresh here. Games that have gone final, Duke beat Indiana. Vanderbilt came back and beat Florida Atlantic 12-6. Oregon State 15-6 over New Mexico. Virginia 10-8 over Hofstra, top of the ninth. NC State beat VCU 6-1. That's a final. 
Arkansas, number three, up 6-4 on James Madison. Excuse me, not up, but that's a final. Uh, 6-4 over James Madison. Number four, LSU beats VMI 10-7. Number 15, North Carolina beats Wagner 9-2. Clemson up now 12-2 on Xavier, top of the sixth. East Carolina beating Ryder. Coastal Carolina just pouring it on them now 20-0 over George Mason. South Carolina up 5-1 over Miami of Ohio, top of the eighth. Alabama leading Manhattan. Iowa leading Seton Hall. Campbell is down 1 to 6 to the number 17 UC Santa Barbara. They're not that's not the banana slugs, is it? No, that's no. yet UC Santa Cruz. That's Santa Cruz, yeah. Uh Wake Forest is up 4-1 over Fordham. Top of the first. St. John's and Florida tied 0 to 0. Other than that, some games have not yet begun. Uh Texas Anum and McNeese, TCU, Florida Gulf Coast. Uh Texas Tech, Tennessee, that's a ranked on ranked matchup. That'll be worth worth watching that one. First pitch is at 8 o'clock. Number 16, Texas and San Diego play at 8 o'clock. So, yeah, college baseball is off and running. We had a fantastic conversation earlier with Brent Beard. He's a Heisman Trophy voter. He works out of Jacksonville, Florida. Had a great conversation with him about college football playoff expansion, and I'm not talking about the expansion to 12. I'm talking about the already behind-the-scenes proposals to push this thing to 16. That's next here on Offsides. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sides with Mark Ryan and Diesel without Mark Ryan today because he is out back on Tuesday, Monday, President's Day. We are off. Myself, Diesel, and Brandon holding down the fort today. Just because Mark Ryan is gone doesn't mean that our typical guests are not going to join us. You guys know, love, and expect these people to join us on a weekly basis. So we keep it rolling with our great friend Brent Beard, First Coast News, Heisman Trophy voter. Brent, just the epic performance last night by Caitlin Clark, you know, passing the Division One women's basketball scoring record. To your to your knowledge, Brent, and have they have they figured out how they're going to denote players, statistically speaking, in the record books who had a fifth COVID season? Because if Caitlin Clark chooses to come back for another year, which <laughs> she can, 
she's going to put this scoring record so far out of reach that nobody yeah. will ever break it because they won't have the extra season. How are they planning on handling this going forward? I don't, you know, that that's a good point. And I don't know if they thought that forehead, frankly, Diesel, uh, but they really need to do that. Uh, it would be, uh, in, in a lot of ways, it'd be a shame to have to put an asterisk by her scoring mark either. So and I'm sure you you saw this, but her record-breaking basket, I mean, Diesel, was it? I mean, she was closer to mid-court <laughs> when she let that go than she was closer to the free-throw line. At, am I, were my eyes deceiving me there? Oh, you were right. She was basically in the student section on the other side of the yeah. court shooting that shot, Brent. And, you know, just the, 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 the you got to recognize the fact that she broke three records in night, three records that night. She broke the Iowa scoring record. She set a new personal record for her scoring in one game, 49 points. And she broke the Division I women's scoring title record. So, I mean, just what an insane night. Can you think of anybody in in college football who on like a football side of things that would that you would compare just to that level of of perfection at what it is they do somebody that every well, single time yeah. they touch the ball you knew magic was happening well Jane Daniels was that way I would say at LSU uh, I mean he was to the point to where either with his arm or maybe even more with his legs that on any given play, he could score. But they are so rare. And what she has done uh, really is virtually indescribable, frankly. Um, but she continues and, and plays extremely well and gets her teammates involved. And But, yeah, I would, I, I would say Jane Daniels uh, would probably be one of those guys now – Diesel, would you, could you also say maybe Johnny Manziel was a little bit the same way? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, when he had the ball in his hands, you never knew what he was going to do. Darren McFadden, when he was at Arkansas, to me, reminded me of that. Uh, I don't know if people really remember him. He was an unbelievable back. And, I mean, McFadden was one of these guys. He could go right up the middle and get two yards on fourth and two or more likely he could go 80 uh, on any given play too. So, I mean, those guys are really gifted. I, I, I mean, that, that what, what she is doing right now is Barry Sanders type stuff. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, on, you know, just one of the more heralded uh, people in their field that could on any given play, uh, just make some kind of a virtual what diesel and a, a Hall of Fame effort, or, or or play on every time they get the ball. Maybe you just you know you feel a buzz watching players like that, and you get giddy watching them play because you realize that you're watching greatness right there yes. in front of your face. Yes, at Brent Beard, that's Brent B E A I R D. First Coast News Heisman Trophy voter joining us here on the Fan Upstate. So Sean Elliott uh, is leaving his head coaching position. At Georgia State, two days into spring practice, which is just, man, that's, that's not bad timing for that program, where he Early. was 41 and 44, which is an admirable mark for yeah. still a program that's that's basically in its infancy. And he's going back to South Carolina to coach tight ends. Why? Like, How much of this uh, has to do with NIL and the transfer portal? I understand that he's maintained a home in the Columbia area. I mean, I can't imagine that that too many coaches are itching to give up the golden headset as a head coach anywhere to be a position coach for a five and seven program, unless something magical is going on there. Like, what, what can you tell us around the why that this is happening? I, I think you hit on it. Uh, I think it's NIL and the transfer and maintaining a roster and the schedule in December and all, and all that goes with that. I mean, it really, I, the thing that's really crushing about this is the timing of it. You probably saw where, uh, I mean, he's leaving a team now that they have postponed spring and they postponed their spring game. Uh, hopefully they'll have it and hopefully they'll get somebody soon. 
but I mean, what we're seeing now is just unprecedented as far as guys leaving. Now, look, I, I can get Womack at South Alabama leaving even a head coaching job to go coach in Alabama uh, with what they've done. Uh, but, I mean, frankly, to see guys leave the way they have uh, for what you would call lesser positions, I mean, that, that really tells you what is going on within the the, the coaching position, position overall. I don't remember anybody doing that, and and I know people have retired, but I don't I don't ever remember in February. I'm sure that may have been somebody in when we just can't remember right now who have left a head coaching position. Now, now look, if he was going diesel, if he was going to get the what assistant head coach, offensive coordinator, sure. I could see that a little bit more, but I really raised an eyebrow when when I saw he was leaving to be the the tight ends coach. I mean, we've we've seen it now. Sean Elliott, Cade Wobeck, and Chip Kelly. I mean, none of those guys were certainly at the tippy top of their profession, but they were all doing admirably well based on the expectations of the programs that they were they were heads of. I mean, we talked about it. I think with you last week, or it might have been two weeks ago. The the clip of Josh Pate. Uh, who I know you know uh, know and love and listen to mm-hmm. a lot, who was predicting that a head coach at the tippy top of his game was going to step aside for a few years yeah. until yeah. the portal and NIL got figured out. Well, why do that? Why not just why not take a sidestep into uh, an easier role with less responsibility at a program where you don't have to deal with all of that stuff and you get to provide your head coaching experience and expertise to, to a position in a program that, that probably very much needs it. I mean, it's just I, – I think we'll see more of that as opposed to guys completely stepping away because, yeah. you know, as well as I do, when you take a few years off, you know, you you, you get a little rusty and somebody's going to backfill and maybe they'll be the guy getting that next head coaching job that you wanted and not you. Um, it looks like, Brent, that, that a nine-game SEC conference slate is – on the way and we have not not necessarily a concrete date as to when that's going to happen but they're very much eyeing 2026 so how do you see the other three games on the schedule going especially now that we're seeing the sec and the big 10 joining forces do you believe that the sec will say okay you play your nine conference games and then you're going to play three big 10 teams essentially cut everyone else out well, I mean, eventually that may end up happening. Now, where this started, Chris Del Conte, the Texas athletic director, kind of held a state of the program meeting earlier in the week. And in that, he was asked about several things. One of the things that came out of that was, will the SEC play nine games eventually? He said, yes, we're on this year for eight next year we're on for eight but in 2026 that might happen now i'll be clear that was not the official word from the league and that didn't come from the mouth of uh, uh, greg sankey uh and uh, texas may have to be reminded diesel at some point they don't run the conference uh and that may have already happened for that matter (laughs) but 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 it was important i think to, to kind of find out what's going on with that. Now, here's here's the other reality. You remember in 2020, I, I know you do, in the COVID year, when they basically cobbled together a 10-game schedule, what, diesel, in about 48 to 72 hours? Uh, and I think what the, the question people are asking right now is, okay, if you did that, in 72 hours, and he worked as well as it did, and, and, and frankly, it was a ratings boom. Why, can't, why do we need to wait three years in order to go to nine? Uh, so, uh, and, and oh, by the way, another thing that came out of that, you know, Conte, um, Confab with the uh, media was, think about this a minute, I'll get back on the nine in a second, but uh, he was asked about the uh, Texas-Texas A&M game, and he said, well, 
we have got it on a Saturday, but but I'd like to see it played on Thanksgiving night. Oh my! Can you imagine the ratings for that? Um, I don't know what's going to happen to the Egg Bowl in that situation, but I wanted to chase that rabbit real quick. But but back to the nine. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think. The, I, I don't. I mean, uh, Sankey and Petiti, the Big Ten commissioner, you know, I've been careful to say uh, kind of both things at one time is, well, this doesn't mean that we're necessarily going to uh, just form our own thing and, and, and kind of kind of be able to pull away from the NCAA. But if they if we don't get some of this stuff together, that that's going to be an alternative. So, um, I, I mean, can you imagine that though? I, I, I can see them, I can see them playing. I know Nick Saban said when he was coaching, that's what he wanted to see would be five, would be um, 12 uh, power five football games uh, or against power five football teams. I don't know if they would do that immediately, but you would you would have to think for the fans, wouldn't you, that uh, that you would get nine SEC games, and then at least what these are two, two or three. I, I would I think that would satisfy the fan base. And, and look, if you're an AD, you're going to be able to offer these fans something, don't you? More more than they're getting right now, uh, which is your eight game schedule and. At least, what, three cupcakes a year? Now, Brenna, I'm sure that uh, Texas is going to try awfully hard and in as many ways as they can to, to flex their muscles that they had in the yes. Big 12 that they yes. likely won't have in the SEC. If you need any more uh, proof of that, look look right at the uh, horns down signal right. that the right. SEC has come out and said there will be no unsportsmanlike conduct penalty for flashing a, a horns down as much as Texas has boo-hooed and cried about that. Uh, you know, and every opportunity that's happened uh, in the last couple of uh, months, you know, th- that that's not going to fly in the SEC. No, no, no. Look, no one, and I mean no one's going to feel sorry for Texas. <laughs> uh, that just, I'm sorry, but that's just the reality of it. And and the thing they need to do is they need to, uh, uh, to, to just move on uh, and frankly not worry about it. Well, they ought to do is to take that, uh, frankly, as a compliment. I mean, that's what happens. We're an hour and a half or less from uh, from Gainesville, and when Florida loses, that's what their opponent does to them is they do the gator chomp, uh, as everyone has seen before, and that doesn't cause any fury in the, um, in the post-game press conference. So, yes. No, no question about that. I, I, you know, and I, and I guarantee you, when we're in Dallas for media days, that that's going to be a question uh, that's going to be sent to uh, all the Texas players and coaches, and also Greg Sankey. Now, um, Brent, obviously, with the news coming out about 30 minutes ago that the Pac-12 commissioner is resigning effectively on February 29th. Do you know, or do we even know, what is going to happen with the Pac-2 in the Mountain West? Do we have any idea if they are going to officially merge? We don't, uh, and and and, it's, and I'm glad you reminded folks that Washington State and Oregon State are going to have kind of a Mountain West-type schedule. But did you also see uh, that for bowl games, uh, that the Pac-12 teams are still going to get money. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, basically from the Pac-12. And again, we don't quite know how this is going to be done um, as, as, you know, yet. Uh, so that, that certainly is going to be interesting uh, to, to, see, to see where that goes. I tell you, Diesel, has another conference had this many disappointing commissioners like the Pac-12 has? Over time, uh, you, you know, just just when you think they've got a pretty good one, um, it just it just goes ineffective. But, but again, I mean, the, and to me, I'm not laying it at the feet of the commissioner. Part of the reason that the Pac-12, what happened to them, 
is um, they they got presidents and chancellors who were slow on the draw, and they never really made anything proactive in order to to protect themselves, and frankly to uh, to do much expansion either. So uh, in, in this day and age, and I, and I hope the non-power five pays attention to this. You've either got to get proactive or you're going to get left right now, aren't you? That's that's very true, Brent. And back to the um, – real briefly, back to the horns down. Now, if Texas is smart, they'll pull a Brian Bosworth, and they'll be the ones selling the horns down merch, <laughs> the official horns down merch. So they make money off the haters too. I would absolutely love that. And, and you said that's it hilarious. with the uh, with the G5s being uh, – potentially being left behind – you know, I'm looking at you know the, all of this expansion talk, more expansion talk with March Madness. Uh, people want yes. to expand that tournament now. Clearly, Brent, the expansion is designed to help those traditional one bid leagues who have been yes. screwed and can't get more than one team. It's going to help them, right? It's going to help them finally get their second team in, right? I, I hope so. <laughs> uh, uh, what I, <clears throat> what I hope doesn't happen here are those conferences with only one bid somehow uh get left out and you get more uh of the power five conference teams in there so that i mean that that's not where we need to go with this but as we've talked several times and this bears repeating the non-power five have really got to sit down together and instead of just appreciating and look i know it's progress to get a team in the uh, um, in the expanded playoffs in the twelve, but Diesel, look, I, I mean, uh, say one team, uh, I, you know, don't you want more than that? And and because of that, they really have got to start planning, and frankly, with to come up with their own TV contract and and come up with their own playoffs. I know that's not going to happen overnight, but it's not going to. But, but it's not going to happen either if they don't do anything, is it? That's true, Brett. I mean, the G5s are happy at the moment because they're being thrown a bone, but they're not realizing yeah. that this is that commercial with the fisherman with the dollar bill on a fishing rod. Yeah, uh, th- that. That, that, oh, yeah. that bone can be, can be pulled away basically at any time. And as a matter of fact, um, the Mississippi AD is, has mentioned that, you know, he might want to uh, format – where it's an all-at-large college football playoff, which could would essentially take that take that one game, that one slot yeah. away, and 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 push them back out entirely, squeeze them back yeah. out again. Yeah, yeah, and that would be really disappointing to see that happen. But 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 here's the theory for them. I get you know I mean look I get some of this, but yet. Uh, at some point, where does agreed end? And I don't think it does. Uh, but the reality of this is, okay, we put the most teams in the playoffs, and we want more of the money. And right now, as far as the uh, playoffs are concerned, Power Fives are basically getting 80% of the money, and the non-Power Fives are getting like uh, close to 20%, and, you, and you've got, like, the independents are getting less than that. So um, I, I, I'm my, my concern, and you kind of hit around this during the whole segment here, is are we trying to get some access and fairness, which to me was one of the reasons you went to 12 to begin with, or is this going to be another situation where the power uh, I'm saying power five because I'm used to it but it's really power four now where the power four gets even more than they've got now Brent last question here for you how concerned should Clemson fans be that in the early ESPN top 25 they're sitting at 19th one spot behind NC State at 18 and four spots behind Florida State at 15 I wouldn't worry about that a bit I mean the guys are who write those have got to come up with something, uh, and they're basically going on how many, how many play, how many starters are returning? Does your quarterback come back? Type situation. I would, um, man, I, I I would be really reticent before I put um, uh, NC State in front of Clemson, uh, frankly. So no, I, I wouldn't give that. Uh, and, and look, 
and you know what's going to happen with this. Dabo is going to use that as, well, no one really respects us, and they've got us near 20, uh, and, uh, and and that's going to be one of our motivating monsters for, for spring practice. That's that's funny, Brent, how, how full circle we've come. That was Dabo's motivating mantra early on, you know, little old Clemson, and, right. and, and you've – he, he tried to manufacture that for years when they were sitting inside the top five consistently, and it always felt a little fake. It always felt a little trite, but now it's real again. <laughs> it is yeah. absolutely real yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it it, it kind of – everything circles around in this game at some point, don't it, Diesel? It's fun, isn't it, Brent? Thank you so much. We really appreciate your time. Brent Beard, at Brent, B-E-A-I-R-D on Twitter is how you can find him. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You ever heard that saying, think before you speak? Absolutely. Maybe think before you call 911. Would you? <laughs> some people in Arizona freaked out because some artificial alligators that had been put into a pond so that birds could have a place to land and rest were calling 911, freaking out. Oh my God, oh my God, there's gators in the pond. Like, come on, people. There are no alligators in Arizona. Listen to this clip of all these 911 calls. I think there's an alligator inside water areas. It's just, like, kind of hanging out. There, yeah, there's, like, three live alligators in here. Yeah, there's one under the bridge. I think there's either two or three. Right now, I'm looking at one that's just swimming around. It um, actually bit my boyfriend's fishing line, and we had to cut it. Wait, what? Did it? Did it really? Did it bite your boyfriend's <laughs> fishing line? Because they're know? not real. <laughs> they weren't real. Oh, my God. Like, you call 911 and you just lie? <laughs> this artificial, this plastic alligator <laughs> bit your boyfriend's fishing line. What a bunch of dumbasses. Like, come on, people. Like, oh, okay, I guess it is plausible to say that Somebody stole some alligators from a zoo. Somebody was illegally importing and moving alligators through Arizona. Thought they were going to get caught, so they just let them go. I mean, I guess that's possible. Realistically, though, no. It's Arizona. They can't survive in that kind of terrain. Right. But it's plausible that somebody released alligators in a place they shouldn't be. Now, it's also February. I don't know what the I don't know exactly where in Arizona this is. There's there's elevated parts of Arizona, there's desert parts of Arizona. I don't know what the temperatures are in Arizona right now. So like even if that were to happen, even if somebody were to release wild animals that, you know, had had been transport had been transported for the purpose of selling on the black market, release them. I don't know if they would survive right now or not. Like, cause I can't think there are parts of Arizona where it's warm, like tropical warm for alligators. So, I mean, like, I mean, it's plausible. It's plausible, but don't don't call and say it boy my it bit my boyfriend's fishing line. No, it didn't. It did not.
I mean, he may have cast it out and it got snagged, but there's no way a plastic alligator is going to bite something that's not even. I mean, now, now to go back Idiots. to saying that you know the climate may not be rich for them to survive. There was a story on 60 Minutes about two weeks ago that. Crocodiles, I don't know about alligators, but crocodiles, when it gets cold, they stick their nose just slightly above the water so they can breathe, but they can slow their heart rates down to three beats a minute, and they can survive on fr- in frozen water. And that was an actual story in 60 Minutes, and both Cassie and I were like, wow, that's really interesting to know that they can survive, so maybe that could possibly happen, but I just don't think alligators can survive, though, in that kind of terrain without, with how Arizona really is. So at, right now, in southern Arizona, right this minute, mm-hmm. it's 71 degrees. 45 degrees in north-central Arizona. Mm-hmm. Alligators aren't surviving in north-central Arizona at the moment, especially when, you know, like, come on, people. They're biting my boyfriend's line. You idiots. <laughs> idiots. Man, it's been fun this week. It's been I fun hosting it. radio with you, Brandon. We've had a we've had a big week. Uh, we we got to talk about the Super Bowl. I got people calling me an idiot on day one because I said Patrick Mahomes should go <laughs> ahead and retire. Now, like some people may say, I'm more of an idiot for saying that. Patrick Mahomes is not going to retire. He's going to go out there and keep winning trophies. Now, uh, we had audio yesterday from Travis Kelsey. Uh, he was talking about the the incident with um, with Coach Reed where he bumped him and yelled in his face. And he said, as soon as that man retires, I'm retiring. And then he said, yeah, but he's not retiring. We're going to run it back. Yeah. So so either he's just boasting or he knows something that we don't know that Andy Reid plans to continue coaching. And, and I fully believe that he will. And if that happens, then Travis Kelsey is probably going to play another year because he's still young enough and he's still at the top of his game. And Patrick Mahomes is young and at the top of his game and he's in the GOAT conversation. But – the thing about goat conversation is just being in it, I think, is about as good as you can do. Because people will always debate. People will always say that Troy Aikman is the goat. Or people will always say that Steve Young is the goat. Or that Joe Montana is the goat. Roger Staubach. You'll hear all of them always. Yeah, you'll you'll hear all of this. So it's, it's, it's really difficult to solidify yourself as the goat, unless you're Caitlin Clark, because she's the goat. Hands down. But – being in the conversation is that's pretty impressive. Is, is as good as it gets. So, my reasoning for saying this was: if Andy Reid retired, if Travis Kelsey retired, Patrick Mahomes, at twenty-eight years old, be alone on his team without the two key pieces to winning trophies, and that would make things more difficult. That's not saying that he couldn't overcome that and win because he's still Patrick Mahomes. But my point was, we got so many people in sports, in in football especially, who are retiring at younger and younger ages because they get, you know, they get into that second deal. They make a tremendous amount of money. He's got, he's worth seventy million dollars. He's twenty eight. He's worth seventy million bucks. His eggs aren't scrambled yet. He has a wife and two kids. He's in the goat conversation. Like, it's plausible, right? It's not idiotic to say that that he should do it. Because, like, th- think about this. Imagine being 28 years old, having all of your financial issues for the rest of your life solved. You go do anything you want for the rest of your life. There's no telling how much he makes from Subway as well. Yeah, he's got his endorsements. He'll stay in the league. He'll keep, he'll keep winning. Maybe he wins another trophy. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. I mean, the, the, if... If Reed and Kelsey are back and Mahomes is back, we might see the first three Pete. I would, I would see odds on favorite for the um, for them to win another one and win the third one in a row, win his fourth. I mean, does he want to pass Brady? Is that what he's trying to do? I don't think he's ever said that. If he has, help me out. I don't have an instance of him saying that off the top of my head. But it's not idiotic to say, hey, dude, you're young and rich. You've got a great family. You're in the GOAT conversation. Enjoy the rest of your life. Now, I know he's also said that he wants to uh, have enough money to buy a franchise, and in which case you're going to need a lot more than $70 million because yeah. Patrick Mahomes probably seems like that kind of guy who wants to who wants to own the team himself, in which case, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Finish that $500 keep, million keep dollar contract paid. up. 
Keep getting paid. I'm just saying it's not stupid to say that he should retire and ride off into the sunset and make all his money or have fun with all of his money. Uh, Texer says, Brent is so right on with that. Who does Texas think they are talking about the SEC is going to do in a few years? Yeah, Texas Texas is going to get a rude awakening when they come into the league. They do not run this ship the way that they did in the Big 12. Everybody was terrified that Texas was going to take their money and go somewhere else. Texter says, get out of here, horns down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I am so excited for all of you in the fan bases in the SEC. Yeah, I enjoyed Getting it. Getting to rip Texas. Oh, man, I'm so jealous. So happy for you. Texter said, I think the alligators were on George Strait's oceanfront property in Arizona. Everybody, thank you so much for your texts all week long, your phone calls all week long. I'll be back on Tuesday with Mark Ryan. It's Offsides. Diesel and Brandon, we are the... We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.